0: TikTok, TikTok, the clock is ticking after Trump signed an executive order threatening to ban TikTok from the U.S. in 45 days. Kylie Jenner made an appearance in Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's new music video, and the internet had some feelings. And if you love the idea of Eurovision, wait till you hear what they have planned for the U.S.
1: The date, August 7th, 2020.
0: The time, News O'Clock. everyone I'm Hayes Brown
1: and I'm Casey Rackham welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock.
0: Casey before we dive in I have to point out some extreme irony on this Friday that being that the United States has put out a travel warning warning against Americans traveling to New Zealand because they're having a surge in coronavirus cases. (laughs) Casey do you want to guess how many cases (laughs) they currently have?
1: No but it has to be so much lower than what we have so please tell me.
0: I, they are, have a surge of 23 cases. Two, three. (sighs) Yep, that's the reaction. That's the right reaction.
1: Hayes, there's probably 23 cases on this block in LA right now. So I don't know why the warning is not for everywhere here.
0: Plus I'm pretty sure New Zealand isn't even letting anyone in yet because they, unlike us, got their shit under control.
1: No, I'm pretty sure the for their first wave, they did a complete shutdown, and that's why they were one of the first countries to be like, okay, we're good.
0: <laughs> right? Like, the only people for a while there to be let into New Zealand were New Zealand citizens coming back from elsewhere, and even they had to be quarantined. <sighs> Imagine a functioning government, a functioning state. <laughs> okay, time for today's top stories. Here's what you need to know. President Trump signed an executive order last night that would ban TikTok from the U.S. if it's not sold to an American company in 45 days. The order names TikTok as a national security threat, saying that since it collects U.S. users' data, that information could be used by the Chinese government against U.S. interests. It also says that the app, quote, may also be used for disinformation campaigns that benefit the Chinese Communist Party, such as when TikTok videos spread debunked conspiracy theories about the origins of the 2019 novel coronavirus. TikTok has said it was shocked by the order and plans to fight it in court if need be. Its parent company, ByteDance, is already in talks with Microsoft ahead of a potential sale of TikTok's U.S. arm. If that deal isn't completed by September 15th, under the order, anyone under U.S. jurisdiction will be barred from doing business with ByteDance, effectively banning TikTok. The executive order Trump signed also uses similar language to ban WeChat, an instant messaging system owned by Chinese megacorporation Tencent. The app is definitely surveilled and censored by the Chinese government, but is a key way that the Chinese diaspora can speak with people behind the Great Firewall. It also allows companies in China to push messaging out to the greater world. And a fun fact, Tencent also owns or has investments in several video game companies, including both Riot Games and Epic Games. Those companies, for the noobs out there, produce the mega hits League of Legends and Fortnite. The White House quickly moved to clarify to the LA Times that the order only affects WeChat, not Tencent's other holdings. (laughs) Meanwhile, the U.S. unemployment rate dropped based on last month's hiring numbers, but the number of jobs added was way fewer than the month before. The unemployment rate now sits at 10.2% after previously hitting 14% back in April at the height of the coronavirus lockdowns. That drop comes after the U.S. added 1.8 million jobs in July, more than most economists were expecting. That comes with a caveat, though. It's way fewer jobs than were added in June when 4.8 million people were newly hired back. And the bumps we've seen still haven't covered the 20 million jobs lost during the pandemic. Next month isn't likely to look much better. The virus is continuing to circulate in the U.S., and though new daily case numbers have stabilized, they're still extremely high. And we're still seeing over a 1,000 COVID-19-related deaths in the U.S. per day. All while schools begin to open up, and Congress has yet to pass another relief bill. So September, gonna be great. Finally, another sobering statistic. More immigrants have died in ICE custody than any time since 2006. The fiscal year ends on September 30th, and already 17 immigrants have died in U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement detention. The most recent, a 51-year-old from Taiwan and a 72-year-old from Canada, passed away this Wednesday, according to ICE. ICE provided no further details to BuzzFeed News on either person's passing, but a knowledgeable source said that the Canadian man passed away after testing positive for COVID-19. He had been detained at the Immigration Centers of America in Farmville, Virginia, which has the second-highest number of positive COVID-19 tests among immigrant detainees, with 290 so far. This year's 17 deaths is the most since 19 detainees died in 2006, with a month left to go in the fiscal year and COVID-19 rates still high. Eunice Cho, a senior staff attorney at the ACLU, told BuzzFeed News that this was, quote, a foreseeable tragedy that ICE had ample warning about, and still ICE has allowed these preventable deaths to happen.
1: I mean, foreseeable tragedy speaks to everything that's going on in the U.S. for forever, to be honest. But um, I just want to go back to TikTok real quick. Do we have any understanding or knowledge of why Trump made this decision? Because previously he seemed happy as long as someone in the U.S. own TikTok.
0: Right. And that still seems to be the goal. I mean, the deadline that he said, 45 days, that's around the time when Microsoft and TikTok have said they want to have a deal by. I guess in one sense, a pre- bit of a U.S. government pressure to make sure that happens. On the other hand, though, it's really confusing the logic in his brain pan about why this is necessary right now. It could be just because he hates TikTok. It could be part of a broader strategy to push back on China because, I mean... Also, uh, the U.S. government said that they've put sanctions on Hong Kong government officials, including Carrie Lam, who's the top executive in Hong Kong, because of the human rights violations that are happening over there and the fact that the mainland is taking over. So, as with so many things in the last few years, strategy or broken brain in the White House—it's a—it's column A, column B, and I can't tell you what percentage it is. <laughs> so, Casey, can you please bring us something good on this Friday?
1: Oh, yes, I can. So there's no crying in baseball, but there is crying in my apartment because a league of their own is becoming a TV series. I am so excited. Uh, So the 1992 classic movie is being reimagined as a new look at the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, which existed from 1943 through 1954. And while Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell will all have special places in our heart for their version, this is extremely exciting news. According to show creators, Broad City's Abby Jacobson and Mozart in the Jungle's Will Graham, this new version will take, quote, a deeper look at race and sexuality following the journey of a whole new ensemble of characters as they carve their own paths toward the field, both in the league and outside of it. Jacobson will also star in the new show. Uh, Among the other members of the All-American League will be Darcy Cardin of The Good Place, Shante Adams, Kelly McCormick, and Priscilla Delgado.
0: I am so thrilled about this and also want to have the song stuck in my head for the rest of the day.
1: (laughs) Good. And then... uh Did you see um, Darcy Carden's Instagram that she posted of them like all in uniform?
0: I did. And that's very exciting for a couple of reasons. One, they look great. Two, that means they've filmed already, which means that we might actually get something at some point.
1: Well, okay, so how that works is that it got picked up for pilot, which means Mm. that they filmed that pilot. And so now it's been picked up for series. So now they can film the rest. That's that's sometimes why you might have seen a show where the pilot has a different actor than the rest of the series has because they filmed that way, way in advance, but hopefully they're excited to um, get this. Okay, moving on. Cardi B dropped her new single, WAP, featuring Megan B. Stallion last night, and the video, well, let's just say it's probably for the best that we're an audio-only show, because it is a lot. If you haven't heard it yet, here's a bit from the radio edit, since, you know, our parents listen to this show. Make me dream,
0: make a stream, I don't public, make a scene, I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside
1: of me, quit yeah. jump out, for you let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. i run down on them for I have a Running me, talk your shot, bite your yeah. lip, yeah. ask for a car while you ride that dick. Yeah. Why you really yeah. ain't never got got 'em fine. For a thing, he already made his mind up. The video features Cardi and Megan making their way through a mansion with what I'm going to call a pastel Beetlejuice aesthetic. It also has cameos from a few surprise guests, including former Fifth Harmony star Normani and Spanish singer Rosalia. But... But, 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 it also has a cameo from Kylie Jenner, who's friends with Megan. In fact, Megan was hanging out at Kylie's house last month before her companion, Trey Song, shot her in both feet. WAP is the first music that Megan has put out since then. But right away, there were people who were very upset about Kylie's presence in the video. And whether you agree with them or not, it did lead to some excellent meme work. This morning, a Change.org petition got started calling on Jenner to be removed from the video entirely. That petition racked up over 2,000 signatures in about 20 minutes.
0: Casey, I'm a big 32 years old. I'm a (laughs) grown-ass adult. And that video and that song, especially the explicit version, left me so scandalized.
1: When I I watch it this morning at, you know, 9 a.m., which which, (laughs) what a thing to wake up for. And every other line, I was like, oh, my God.
0: But it's a banger. It's a great song. It is. Uh,
1: it is. I, I love it. And aesthetically, it is really pretty to look at. Like it's just like a some weird daydream nightmare.
0: <laughs> right. It's like what if, uh, what if Salvador Dali was just really horny? <laughs> that's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with a bit of sprinkle of Tim Burton in there. <laughs> oh, As for Kylie being in there, I. I get I know. why people it's, are upset. It's, it's,
1: it's because she, you know, she's friends with Megan. That's why she's in there. But a lot of people were like, "Um, Jordan Woods should be in here, which uh, I mm. would have loved that personally. Mm. But you know what? If you are really so offended by Kylie being in it, then there are many versions on Twitter.com that she has been edited out of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to switch things up and take it a bit easier than normal this Friday. So, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the best thing that's going to be happening in the USA next year. Stay right there. At Chief It, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt.
0: The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at shefit.com slash 2022. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder.
1: Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth?
0: Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene? Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football?
1: Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its
0: name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Okay, it is deep into summer at this point. And you know what? We think everyone deserves to have summer Fridays. But before we let you go off to your weekend, we have time for one more thing. And today it's Eurovision, but make it for the USA.
1: So, American Idol?
0: I mean, kind of, but also not at all. So the group behind the Eurovision Song Contest announced today that the American Song Contest will be taking place in the holiday season of 2021. According to their press release, the plan is to have musical acts from all 50 states go head to head in what they say should be 5 to 10 televised qualifier competitions, leading to semifinals and the ultimate primetime grand final. All of it sounds... Totally batshit, but also weirdly fun as hell. Like, I am weirdly excited to see what the hell this is going to look like.
1: Okay, I am too. As someone who watches a lot of reality TV, which I didn't mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. I was that person, but I recently played some form of, like, charades where I was trying to act out, like, Survivor or something like that. And the point <laughs> the point is, is that everyone, the clue was, like, that it was a reality TV show that I watch. And everyone listed out 20 different shows that I watched. I felt really bad about myself. So, the point of all of this is that I'm definitely gonna watch this to figure out what it is. Because, I mean, I guess it's just like one state is gonna be the winner at the end. Like, one
0: state is gonna have the best performer. Right. Because in Eurovision, it's like, oh, okay, the winner is Iceland. Good right, job, yeah. Iceland. You won. So, I guess it's gonna be like Delaware. Congrats, but, Delaware. So what, what I
1: am excited for is that, okay, so my roommate, she's from Ireland. And so she's told me about all of the dynamics of Eurovision and it very much is like the UK never wins because no one wants to vote for the UK. The rules are, is that you can vote for any other country except your own. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's tallied that way. So if those rules are going to apply for the U.S., I'm super excited to see which states everyone hates.
0: <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure we live in New York and California. No yeah, one is I going know. to vote for no us. Yeah, I know. No one's going to vote for us. No one is going to be like, mm, California, they haven't had enough representation on the music scene. <laughs> I I do wonder, too, like, will professionals be able to compete in this? Like, who exactly? Like, they sent out in their press release some of the guidelines for how they're going to pick. It's going to go... They're going to pull together like a judging pool of music professionals and industry people to judge uh, groups of people for the initial round. And then there's going to be regional uh, competition. So like the Midwest is going to decide who their winner is.
1: Yeah, exactly. So based on Eurovision, the movie on Netflix, (laughs) for my (laughs) understanding of the rules via that is that you have what you're saying. There's going to be people that are going to decide. So basically, like California is going to pick who they think. Is gonna represent, who would be the best to represent them. So I feel like. I don't know. It could be someone semi-well-known. The only thing I can like think of is like one time there was this guy who was on American Idol and he made it into like the top 15 and then he was on The Bachelor's version of their singing show that just came out. So I feel like we could see a lot of like those kind of people that are like almost famous but not there yet.
0: Right. Or like speaking of reality shows, Top Chef on those cooking shows, so many of them compete on other things right. like you'll see yeah, someone exactly. who was on Chopped, show up on Top Chef or vice versa. <laughs> and so we'll see a lot of that I bet. Okay. Markers down now, though. Casey, who? What state are you hoping wins? I'm hoping. Yes. Uh, Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Nice, nice. I think I want, I want, I kind of also want a small state. Maybe Louisiana. You know what? Money on Louisiana, right here, right now.
1: (laughs) We'll place the bets now.
0: (laughs) Listeners, do you have a local music act that you think could bring home the win for your state? Let us know about them. Open up the voice memo app on your phone, tell us all about your pick, and send it in an email to news o'clock at buzzfeed.com. That's news o'clock all one word. And after up several months of wondering why you weren't DMing us, we realized we left those locked by accident. So that's our bad. So feel free to DMs on Twitter now at News O'Clock moving forward.
1: That's our show this week. We'll be back on Monday with NPR's Tim Mack filling us in on the drama behind the scenes at the NRA.
0: And remember, if you are going to listen to the explicit version of WAP, make sure that you are braced and ready. It's an experience.
1: (laughs) News O'Clock is produced by Dan Bauza, Alan Haverchak, Mandy Reeder, and Sierra
0: Tall. Special thanks to Tracy Ayers, Mangesh Ticketer, Samantha Hendick, Patrick McMiniman, and Tommy Wesley.
1: Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories.
0: And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember, set your alarm so you never miss an episode of Music Clock. Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas. Comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com comfy. What's up, what's up? This is Robin Dixon, co-host of Reasonably Shady, which has just been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast category. This is so big for Giselle and I. And of course, we must thank all of our fantastic listeners. But we need your help. Visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for Reasonably Shady. That's vote.naacpimageawards.net. But don't wait. Voting closes on February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to listen to Reasonably Shady every single Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network.